Welcome to the Relatable Podcast with Julie B and Friends, where we talk through the challenges of life and the joy of healthy relationships. I'm your host, Julie B, and I'm here with my co-host, Lauren Hall. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, y'all. What's going on? Today, I can't believe this, today is our fifth episode, and it's all about a question that so many ask, and no one can seem to answer how do I know I found the one? It's a tricky question. Totally tricky. <laughs> oh, mercy. All the ladies on this episode have been through this question, and they've landed on the other side, and they definitely have some great wisdom to share. Lauren, you're, you're on this episode, right? I am, absolutely. Yeah. Been yep. there, done that. Yep. What would you say is the top tip that you would give other ladies asking this question? Huh. Well, you know, I've, I've learned a lot of lessons over the years and dated a lot Haven't of Haven't we all? People. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I would say, number one is uh, you can really, really love someone, mm. and that doesn't mean that they're good for you. Oh, my gosh. So you can really yeah. be in love, but it's like, yeah. you know, they, they don't make you the best version of yourself, and they don't lift you up and encourage you. And I'm also going to say... I have one more tip, and the biggest one I learned was that just because someone is really hot does not mean that they will make a good life partner. Just throwing that out. Oh, true, true, true. Yes, yes. <laughs> Listen to that. that oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, those are the things. We're going to talk about that, and we're going to cover other topics like whether or not you should have non-negotiables before you start dating, the importance of knowing yourself before you commit to a relationship. Holy cow. If someone had told me that early on, that would have been real helpful. About it. Whether or not opposites really do attract. What do you look for in someone's character? Mm -hmm. Oh my, and a whole lot more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's a great episode. Yeah, one of my favorite parts of this episode is how we talk about what your relationship should look like mm. before you even get married. Like, yeah. how far do you go on a commitment level before you say, yeah. yes, I will spend life with you? I yeah. think that's a really important thing I wish I'd known. <laughs> Seriously, we, you know, we did that, and I, I thought to myself, if only, if only I had had the benefit of being able to hear this before I set out on the dating journey, it, w it would have been very beneficial. Saved a lot of heartache. Oh, mercy. <laughs> yes. So I hope you enjoy this episode of the Relatable Podcast. topic for today is how do you know when you have found the one? I've asked Gina Ellis, Sarah Hamm, and Lauren Hall to join me today. I thought I'd start out by telling you a fun story. I actually, uh, through a series of events, met my husband and we, my husband-to-be I should say, we were uh, going out for basically a meeting and so I um, Met him, thought he was really cute. We go out to dinner, and I mean, conversation was easy. 
I went into work the next day and I said, I have found and met the guy I'm going to marry. Wow. Mm. He did not say that about me. <laughs> 30 years later, here we are. Mm -hmm. But I, this is a great topic. Yeah, I, I talk with people yeah. all the time who really struggle with how do I know he or she is the one. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it would be a, a good conversation for us to have. Sarah, you're newly yes. married. Two months. Two oh, months. Wow. So, so that time has flown by. Wow. It has really flown by. <laughs> yeah. And um, though I am so happily married and adore my sweet, charming husband, I, you know, he's the one for me now and for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. But we both kind of stand on the same page of we could have found somebody else that could have been the one. Mm. And you can be happy with multiple people. I would like to think that if we didn't find each other, I could have found somebody else to be yeah. happy with. Yeah. But to me, loving is someone is an action, mm -hmm. and it's a choice that you make daily. And I think I'm learning that being married. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that every single day you wake up and you're like, okay, yes. yeah. today might not be my best day. It might not be his best day, but we're going to love each other, and we're going to serve each other. And it's a choice you get to make. And so I am so happy that we made it two months ago to commit <laughs> to commit to that for the rest of our lives. But uh, yeah, I don't know if I think that there's just the one one person in the entire yeah. world. Um, yeah. I when I was adding stuff to our registry, um, I met this woman at Bed Bath and Beyond, and her husband had passed away, yeah. and she said he was the love of my life. But now I'm with someone, and he's the love for the rest of my life. Mm. And I and I loved hearing that. Yeah. It, was, it was just really it gives you a lot of hope. I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Lauren, you're the next. Yep. How many years? Five years and five years. Yep. <laughs> we are still choosing to be the one for each other. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Similar to your story, um, Daniel and I. When we first went on our first date, like I left thinking, "Oh my goodness!" And the worst part is, okay, I should back up. The first time we hung out, it wasn't a date. It was just like I was interviewing him for a school paper. He was someone I didn't know very well. Wow. And then I was actually dating someone else. And we left that conversation. And I went home and was like, Mom, is it possible that mm -hmm. I have found the one? And I said those words, right? And he felt the same way when he left. But it wasn't a date. And what was interesting was the interview for my paper was all about marriage. Hmm. Wow. I was interviewing him about why he hadn't married yet when he was in his late 30s. Oh. Because hmm. there was all this research about how people were getting married later in life. Wow. And yeah. I wanted to know why. Mm -hmm. So we talked for four hours wow. about his wow. view of marriage, why he hadn't gotten married yet, what he was looking for in a partner. And then I was like, wait, that's me too? <laughs> <laughs> we met. So it was weird. It's as if he became my one, but it was because we had a list of things that we were looking for wow. for forever together. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it did happen quick for us, but mm -hmm. not like wow. a romantic yeah. setting. Yeah. Okay, Miss 25. <laughs> well, I actually met my husband when I was 15 years old. Oh, I love it. And um, he and my cousin would ride bikes back when you could ride bikes all over town. Mm -hmm. And I remember first thing I really liked about him was his legs. Nice. So, yes. yes. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. So four years later, um, we were both going off to college and um, we were at his dad's church and they called all the people who were going off to college that year 
to come down and they were going to pray for us before we went off to college. And I just remember I held his hand. We were standing side by side. In your heart. <laughs> and linger. Yeah, I just, I always, I, I just, he was just always in the back of my mind, but he yeah. was dating someone at the time. So we came home from our freshman year of college. And I'll never forget my God sister said, Edward's home. I was like, and that was may 13th 1988 and we've been together ever since wow i think it does really make a difference taking the time to get to know someone oh yes it makes such a it's an investment at that point you're investing Mm -hmm. your heart and the time that it takes to be vulnerable and let Mm -hmm. your guard down and you kind of do that i think in a way that you're guarding your heart while opening it at the same Mm -hmm. time Mm because Similarly, uh, Tyler and I started dating when I was 16, he was 17. So we dated for six and a half years Mm -hmm. before we got married. But Mm -hmm. we had all these plans that we wanted to do um, before we got married, like graduate college and Mm -hmm. get full-time jobs and just wanted to make sure that both of us were on the same page. Mm -hmm. And we got to experience so much life together just in the six years. I mean, I know only 23, so there's a lot more life to live together. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Well, I think y'all stories are kind of unusual mm-hmm. in that, yeah. what is it, 95% yes. of people who date in high school don't end right. up marrying, yeah. but they think they're going to. I, I can remember having, I mean, I didn't marry until I was 28, mm-hmm. so I had several serious boyfriends, and I think the interesting thing looking back is that uh, probably a couple of them I was trying so hard mm. to convince them wow. that I was the one. Wow. And looking back on mm. it, I'm thinking to myself, I am so thankful mm-hmm. they didn't yeah. think I was the one. Because <laughs> yes. that would oh not have been good. Mm-hmm. Preach. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll preach, right? Yes. yes. It, it does make me think about uh, non-negotiables. Yeah. And, you know, when you were dating, yeah. were there non-negotiables that you had in your mind mm-hmm. uh, for mm-hmm. for the guys that I didn't have any I don't know why I didn't have any but like in I was very similar to you Julie in the fact that I would date a guy and I would think oh he's nice he's handsome he's handsome <laughs> <laughs> like that was the thing yes. and everything else was just like well he's cute and we'll have cute babies one day and that's fine <laughs> Like, seriously, that's so terrible that I thought that way, but mm-hmm. I was very immature. I don't think you're alone. No. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah, you're not. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> because, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, yeah. And yeah. I, I think, in all honesty, I made decisions in relationships up until I met my husband that, looking back, I think, man, I'm so grateful that did not mm. work out. Because yeah. they were good guys for who they were, yeah. but mm-hmm. they definitely made me change who I was mm. in order to oh, be with them. And oh. that's, yeah. And that's huge. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that is really huge yeah. how yeah. often women um, kind of chameleon to yeah. what mm-hmm. they think yep. the guy is looking for. Yeah. I remember um, one of my non-negotiables when I was in a teenager is that I was smart and I wasn't going to dumb myself down. Oh. Mm-hmm. Go girl. Yeah. yeah. Until. Yeah. <laughs> Until I get in college and there's this guy that I liked and he was not the brightest bulb, but um, I thought, okay, he can tutor me 
mm. in math. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> taking math that I already know how to do. Enough. I know. <laughs> and he, we ended up being really good friends. He he was right. We should have been friends. But I remember in that moment, it came to me. I said I wasn't going to do this. Mm-hmm. And here I am doing what I said I wasn't going to do. And yeah, I realized then he wasn't what I needed because I couldn't be authentically and truly who mm-hmm. I really was with him yeah. if I had to dumb myself down. That's mm-hmm. a big thing. For me, I have a, a very big personality. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm one of the shyest people you'll ever meet. Totally don't dance. There might the be four people store. at this table that are <laughs> So, um, I, and you know, my sweet Tyler, he, I'm the extrovert, and he's the introvert. And when I did a personality test, I had 8% introvert, and I attribute that to him. (laughs) He shared with me. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. in in all reality, one of the biggest things was that I'm a hugger. I I mean, if I meet you, I'm going to give you a hug. Mm -hmm. I don't just want to shake your hand. Mm -hmm. I like to be personal. Um, Mm -hmm. I like to talk and put my hand on people's shoulders. And um, for guys, sometimes that can be very intimidating Mm -hmm. because it can come across as flirtatious. It can come across as, okay, well, what does she really think about me? She's doing this with everybody else. And I needed someone that was going to support me being me. Right. Mm. And I needed to feel loved in that and that it was safe for me to have this exuberant love for people. Yeah. Mm. And so that was my, one of my non-negotiables. I was like, if he questions my integrity and my character of who I am mm-hmm. before he's taken the time to get to know me, then it's mm. going to be a no-go. Right. And I studied abroad. I lived across 5,000 miles over the sea. We didn't get to see each other during that time, and not once did he question what mm-hmm. I was doing, who I was with, what I was wearing. Mm-hmm. There was nothing. Wow. So a non-negotiable mm-hmm. was yeah. jealousy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was that my mom loved him. It was that he liked cats. I, I love cats and dogs, <laughs> and I, I want to have a cat one day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah. it's yeah. important for it someone to, important. to see you as you and support you in that and not just say, okay, I can handle this. No, right. I want you to thrive. Right. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the things that gets people sideways when they do get in relationship because they pretend to be a certain mm. way, they pretend yep. to like certain things, mm-hmm. yep. and it's tempting to right. do that. Right. Especially yes. when you think, oh my goodness, they're so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Handsome. Handsome. Yes. Yes. Fine. Oh but the, yeah, fine. <laughs> but uh, but those those are the very yeah. things then mm-hmm. that when you actually do let, yeah. let the real you right. shine through, people are like, wait, what? Who are I you? sign up right. for this. What did you right. do with this person right. I've been dating for this period of time or yeah. that I thought I was marrying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also hard when I look back on my past relationships and I realize that I was struggling with myself. Mm. Mm. I was struggling to find myself yeah. and stay true to myself. I became rude to them and mm. to everyone else in my life. Wow. And I didn't realize it until I met Daniel, my husband, and yeah. he was like, you know, you're really smart and you're like really witty and like had all these compliments to say. And then I was like, no one's ever told me that. <laughs> like, it just hit me that, yeah. Like, yeah, I had been losing myself and losing mm. my confidence wow. for another person. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really hard, but I, it is easy to do. So. It really I is. think that with that, um, one of the things that I always told Tyler and how I knew that Tyler was the one for mm-hmm. me um, 
it's that I knew that if our relationship ended, that it would be so sad, but I would be more myself leaving mm. the relationship than when I came in because wow. he drew yes. that out of me. Wow. So good. And, and that was something that I was like, he, I can't let this go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't let anything get out of the way. It is worth the fight. Like it is worth mm-hmm. the long distance, mm-hmm. everything, because who he has helped me become right. is not his identity. It is purely mine. And he's encouraged mm-hmm. me to be my own person. Yeah. And it's enabling. It's empowering that somebody does that for right. you. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. So I understand. That. I think Absolutely. it's one of the things I love most about Jay is that he he is not intimidated right. by me right. in the least. Right. Yeah. And really feels like it's his opportunity and privilege mm. to help me grow into mm-hmm. being who I'm really called to be all of that. Right. Yeah. Yep. And uh, the fact that he's not intimidated mm-hmm. by that but mm-hmm. that he encourages that and and really is is a huge cheerleader right for yeah. Me. yeah right um, I when I saw that in our early months of dating I just thought man you know, this is really awesome and so different right. mm. from the other people that I had dated mm. I was um, when you were talking Lauren it just made me realize I wasn't who I am now when I first met. It's like we've had different relationships, but it's been with the same person. Because who I am today is not that 15-year-old girl or 19-year-old girl that he, we did. And he, not growing, we grew literally together. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people will grow apart. But being that cheerleader, he wants me to be my best self. And it doesn't, you know, that whole song, The Wind Beneath Your Wings, mm. he is just really yeah. that person who wants me to fly mm. rather than sit in a corner and just be quiet because, yeah, his wife tends not to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> what? Can any of us really do that? <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to somebody uh, the other day on a podcast and they were talking about the one. Mm-hmm. And, oh, gosh, I'm not going to say this exactly how they said it, but it was something along the lines of uh, you're you're looking for this perfect Mm -hmm. person or you're looking to them to be perfect. But you need to be really careful because you may not be offering that either to the point of none of us are perfect and we really need to be realistic Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in our relationship and what we're looking for because I mean we all have flaws and and we've all got strengths and and we've got opportunities for growth. (laughs) My mom raised us with um, this quote and I love it and I will pass it down to my kids but it's do not expect something of someone else you do not expect of yourself mm. so it's holding yourself to the same standard mm-hmm. if you want a b and c there's your non-negotiables then you better provide a b and c for mm-hmm. them it's not fair to right. just assume that someone else should put in the hard work you know you have to you have to i mean any good relationship friendship you do that yeah mm-hmm. to that point though i think that you do have to be willing to take a good hard look at yourself and recognize I mean there's some things honestly that I came into relationship and I had very different perspectives Mm. on Mm -hmm. than Jay did and it's not that he's wrong and I'm right it's just we really came 
with different perspectives mm -hmm. and it could be on housekeeping mm -hmm. it, I mean mm -hmm. it could be on pretty much how you know whether the car needs a full tank of gas <laughs> on the I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh. Things. yes, but um, recognizing that we don't have to be exactly the same yeah. right. for it to work. I'm probably yeah. a little more picky about certain things than he is, yeah. and mm -hmm. yeah. I don't have to get him to that same mm -hmm. place. In fact, we've probably uh, more become <laughs> middle of the road. <laughs> yeah. yes. I brought him a little in, he's yes. me a little looser. Yes. And so I, I think that that's a good thing. Yeah. But uh, oh, no, Gina, No, but always being aware that if you think you found the one, recognizing that those opposites do attract. Yeah. But at a certain point, that's who they really are. Yeah. And yeah. you have to accept them for yeah. those because that good. thing that you love right now is going to really. When you're dating. Going to get on your nerves. Yeah. Those mm -hmm. kinds of things that recognizing you. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this sense of humor. Oh. So we've been married for 30 years now, so I've heard a lot of the same jokes, you know, for 30 years. Mm -hmm. I'm be Tyler. He said to me the other night, he goes, I just love that you still laugh. Oh, Yes, that. yes. But if he didn't tell those jokes, he'd be like, why don't you tell that joke? That is true. That is true. I know. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, the thing about Daniel that was different than any other guy that I had dated. And my parents actually, when he asked for my hand in wow. marriage, they pointed this out to me. They said, Daniel is a wonderful guy, but like, you know, he doesn't always cut his hair right when it needs to be cut. <laughs> Sometimes he only does his laundry like once a month, things like this. And I'm super particular and picky about mm -hmm. like everything, you know? And what's crazy is the one thing that mattered to me was that he was consistently the same person oh, mm. no yes. matter who he was with yeah. or yes. where he was mm. i never questioned mm -hmm. if he was making good choices mm -hmm. if he was respectful of me mm -hmm. or yeah. you know what decisions he was making i knew who he was so then all that other stuff that honestly i thought were my non-negotiables mm. yeah we're not, you know, it, it didn't matter anymore because I, I trusted him and that mattered more than anything. Wow. Yeah. I think that mm -hmm. is such a powerful point because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, one of the things that we know is mm -hmm. that you can't fast forward mm -hmm. getting to know somebody. No. no. Like you just no. can't make that happen no. faster mm -hmm. than day to day getting to know them mm -hmm. and it's only over time mm -hmm. you, know, you were talking about yeah. being 5,000 miles away mm -hmm. yeah. and and he didn't question mm -hmm. who were you with what did you do what were you wearing and you saw all these qualities in Daniel mm -hmm. but you only see that over time how they handle failure what yeah. they do when they get yeah. angry yeah. Yeah. Um, when things don't go exactly like they wanted them to go or that you do something mm -hmm. that kind of yeah. mm -hmm. gets on their nerves yeah the fact that they introduce you to their friends yes. and their family yes all those things but that doesn't happen in a month no no it, it just it takes time it, yeah. it's i don't know it, it's kind of like a stew all that yeah seasoning yeah. you just get to see because you you peel it back and you get a window into their world. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So but that whole trust, um, when we were in college, Ed would go home and I would stay at school. And um, 
all his friends became my friends mm -hmm. and they would mm -hmm. call and check up on me and make sure that I was okay. They became my brothers. And exactly. there he actually still has friends now that if he ever lost his mind, they said, well, you oh, lose okay. your mind. Oh, yeah. We're gonna be there for Gina and the boys. Yeah. And it's just a confidence of, in knowing that he continued to grow and loved me and respected me and didn't want me to be who I wasn't. Yeah. He really wants me to be. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so big. Yes. Daniel also had really wonderful friends, which like, mm. and he wanted to spend time with them. And I didn't know how important that was to me, you know, that my mm. significant other would have a good community of people around them. But mm. man, that's huge. so huge. Right. And it does yeah. tell a lot about who they are as a person if they have good mm -hmm. friends, you mm -hmm. know. Well, and how they treat them, how, yeah. they, how yes. they treat their uh -huh. family yes. mm -hmm. will give you a lot of information. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yes. Will. I oh, mean, yes. Like, how they treat servers. Oh. I, I know for me, um, another non-negotiable was I care so deeply about the people around me, my friends, my family. If Tyler didn't love them too, that was going to be really hard. Mm. But man, the amount of times that my friends have called him when a car battery goes or <laughs> a tire needs to be changed. Yeah. He's six seven, so when like my roommate was so excited whenever he would come to help move in because he would hang up her <laughs> all of the things up on the wall. And he's just I mean, he's so humble and so helpful. But that was so important. He takes my mom out to dinner. Aww. And my mom is a single mom and he treats her like royalty, like he treats me. He takes my wow. little sister out and That's knowing nice. how much he cared, it wasn't he knew what was important to me needed to be important to him and mm -hmm. vice versa. I love his family mm -hmm. and his brothers and his friends and we've all become really close. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's important that it goes both ways. It can't it just stop with you. Right. Community yeah. is, it's essential. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yes. So essential. I think when you're looking at somebody's character, mm. you want to know, are they reliable? Mm -hmm. Are they trustworthy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Will they be there when it gets hard? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. When Jay and I were dating, I, I have a brother who's got a lot of special needs, 95% hearing impaired, functioned at like a first grade mm -hmm. level, and yet mm -hmm. he's, you know, he was in his 50s mm -hmm. before he passed away. And um, I, I really was interested to see mm. how he and Jay mm. would engage yeah. because yeah. if yeah. that didn't work, yeah. then we couldn't work. Yeah. yeah because I, I knew there was a really good chance that he might outlive my mom mm. and he would come live with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I've seen that um, with, even with my aunt, he, she was um, in a relationship and was engaged and was so excited to be married, but then her mom got very ill and mm. she needed, and she was probably in her 50s at this mm. point, and her mom got very ill and she wanted to go home and to be with her. And... Mm. He made the ultimatum, it's her or me. Wow. And said that well, you can't hello. have there both. You go. Wow. And so she took wow. the ring and she, <laughs> she said, no, <laughs> I don't need that. Yeah. So that takes guts. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, you almost think, thank goodness that that yes. actually happened mm -hmm. then. Before. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. it certainly speaks to the character of the person. Yeah. That yes. they would make you choose between them and your mother. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Well, my mother loved my husband. I think she loved him more than she loved me. Um, they, would, they would have their Gina conversations, and Aww. she would say, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they, yeah, they loved each other. And Aww. that was, that was always. Yeah, that's 
that was always. That's and he loved my little brother sometimes better than I did when he when we first started <laughs> dating. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he always loved my little brother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So thinking um, just about knowing that you've found the one. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I do think it is true. I mean, there's plenty of research that talks about you can mm -hmm. have chemistry with a mm -hmm. lot of different people, yeah. Oh, yeah. which also means that you've got to know yes. that this person that you think is the one has really good boundaries. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, because Absolutely. you do have to be able to trust mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, there's plenty of opportunity in the workplace today, yeah. Yeah. lots of mobility. Yeah. And you could certainly run across somebody that you have chemistry with, but that doesn't mean, oh, oh, right. <laughs> this person wasn't the one, and yeah. they're yes. the one. Yes. Yep. It yep. doesn't mean that. Right. It's choosing to be each other's one every single day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every yeah. day. It's Not so just true. one time, five years, two months, 30, mm -hmm. 25 years ago. That's a daily mm -hmm. choice. And on the flip side, when you do have chemistry with someone and you're looking for the person that you want to marry, knowing, this is me harping back to myself, but the non-negotiables are so important because it can mm. feel like, oh, love at first sight, we're meant mm. to be, if we just work this out, you know, it'll all, it'll all work out in the end and all come out in the wash yeah. and we'll be fine. But it's not true. Like, it's kind of a fluff relationship. It's like the infatuation versus love. Yeah. 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 And building a relationship off of that is so impossible. Yeah. You <laughs> can't. Well, and you can't, you know, in looking for the one, if you find yourself always justifying yeah. their bad oh. behavior mm -hmm. because you've got the chemistry right. and yeah. they're hot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yep. Here's your sign. Yeah. Right? yeah. And if you like stake the claim of he's my one or she's my one without like actually going through, is this really going to last forever? Right. Are they really making the best choices? Is this making me the best version of myself? Mm. You know? Yeah. But I think non negotiables and red flags kind of go together. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. what are your red flags? Or, mm -hmm. you know, what have you been taught? I think one of them that comes up a lot is that you're isolated from your friends and your mm -hmm. family, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and lack of communication are not willing to, yeah. whether they're mm -hmm. capable and right. they decide, oh, it's not important. Which is really different than being an introvert. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. It is different because though, I mean, though Tyler is more introverted than extroverted, he's an extroverted introvert. He's a teacher. He's a musician. Yeah. It, but he will take the time to communicate with me. And it's learning mm -hmm. how to do that well. Yeah. I externally process. I will talk myself in circles <laughs> until I get to the one point that I probably said in the first 10 seconds of speaking. <laughs> but he needs the night to think about it. Right. Yeah. And so it's learning how to how to get to that yeah. point. But yeah. I think the willingness and the wanting to better yourself, like if that wasn't there, that would be yeah. a, a red flag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. You mentioned earlier, Julie, about how nobody's perfect, right? Mm. And so sometimes you have this list that yeah. no one will ever fulfill. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And understanding that the one does not mean that they're going to fulfill you right. and that they're going to uh, check all the boxes. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I really think that's the danger zone. But mm -hmm. I do think 
we have moved more and more in that direction as a culture thinking that mm -hmm. when I marry you, mm. you will be my everything mm. versus understanding that they weren't even meant, that's not right. that role. Right. Yeah. That you've got to surround yourself with this group of people yeah. that would fulfill all those roles. Yeah. Maybe some people at work, some people in your community, mm -hmm. your friendship group, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. you know, others, your extended family. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And knowing yourself and yeah. having goals for yourself. Being clear on who you are. Oh my figuring goodness. out who you are and your place in this in this planet and mm -hmm. what you're meant to do and what who you're meant to yeah. be. I mean I think that's at the core. It is. And I will say that uh kind of, like knowing who you are and um what floats your boat, so yes. to speak. Because yes. yeah. I'm I'm not doing at all what I thought I would be doing, okay. even when we got married. Mm -hmm. I thought, oh, mm -hmm. I'm going to be doing this work for the rest of my life, and then my career has taken like 10 different, you know, jigs yes. and jags, yes. and I, I'm doing something I had no earthly idea wow. that I would be doing 30 years into mm -hmm. marriage. Mm -hmm. and, and so recognizing yeah. that there's lots of twists and turns, oh, yes. but n knowing your passions. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Totally. Right. That's really Huge. key. Yeah, I think that there's some consistency that is needed on both sides. And if you try and check all the boxes or think that they're all going to be checked, mm -hmm. you're going to be disappointed. Mm -hmm. yep. But if they're consistent in mm -hmm. who they are, you're mm -hmm. going to be able to move past that disappointment and not count it as a failure. But mm -hmm. It's going to strengthen you and you're going to grow from it. But yeah. if I expected Tyler to make me happy 24-7, even when I wasn't with him, that would be really a yes. lot of work. We're not yeah. talking Jerry Maguire, you completely. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, so yeah. I think that it, yeah. it's, it is important to have it's that like, community. It's healthy. Mm -hmm, if I put yeah. all, putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Who could live yeah. under that pressure? I, I mean, you can't. You can't even live up to it. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. it's true. And even yeah. I've had some friends who up until the day that they got married and then came home from the honeymoon, they thought, like, we have the perfect relationship. Wow. I guess maybe they just hadn't thought or <laughs> thought or maybe they didn't talk about important things. I don't really know. Wow. But they got married, came home, and then said, oh, did I marry the wrong person? Mm. This is harder than I thought it was going to be. You know, because the first year is a little difficult. Oh, yeah. But I think going into finding the one and choosing the one every mm -hmm, day mm -hmm. and saying, you know, if we have a rough day, it's just a rough day, but that doesn't make me love you any mm. less. It doesn't. Yeah. And I feel like we we have to recognize that not only are we not perfect, but unfortunately we're probably going to hurt the one that we love. Absolutely. And we're capable of it just as much as they are. Absolutely. And that is so painful when you mm -hmm. look into the person that you love, into their eyes, and you see a pain that you caused. Mm. Yeah. And then receiving that grace and being able to give it back at another time yeah. mm -hmm. is huge. Huge. It's what your definition of perfect is. Mm. Yeah. Because definition, for some people, the definition is that everything is just always mm. awesome. Mm -hmm. But actually, if you think about perfect as two flawed people yeah. and mm. you're choosing yeah. every day yeah. to yeah. engage yeah. and be intentional and walk the road and be a part of this journey, yeah. then it becomes a really lively, mm -hmm. yeah. perfect yes. journey. Yes. yes. But, you, I mean, you don't know what the next day holds. Exactly. And, and really being willing to be all in versus mm -hmm. just, okay, I'm going to 
I'm going to kind of be kind of sort of in. Mm-hmm. But you, again, you cannot rush that kind no. of thing. I mean, it, no. just, it does take some time to get to yeah. know somebody. Yep. And can they be that person? Can yeah. they be on that journey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus a fake, perfect journey, which isn't yeah. very fun. Yeah. 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 And not yeah. deep at all. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. I like your word, fluff. Okay. Fluff. So well, we're wrapping it up here. Any Anything just coming across your brain that's like, oh, my gosh, this was big for me. Like thinking back and if, if I was sitting with my best friend and she was talking to me about, oh, I think, I think this one's the one, what mm. would I say? Mm. Is there anything else that you would want to make sure got out there? Their family. Really investigate hmm. their family. And I'm not talking just mom and dad. I'm talking grandparents, aunts, uncles. Do you a, do marry the family. Right. Do a I deep mean, dive. Yes, they're not present. Yes, yes they're present. <laughs> do a deep dive in the family because yeah. there will be some things good and bad mm-hmm. that come up. But do a deep dive into the family. Mm-hmm. When yeah. you... You can't marry Jethro without dealing with the clampets. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you may choose. You may choose to deal with the clampets. Yes, right? yes. But yeah. you know what you're getting. Yes. Exactly. Yes. That's yeah. you knowing yes. what you're going to get. Yeah. Uh, yep. yeah. I would also say understanding their past relationships. Mm. Mm. I And sharing your own past experiences and how they've shaped you as a person mm. and how they've shaped who you may be in your relationship slash marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's something for Daniel and I, it popped up a little bit later after we were already married. And it, it was some stuff that we hadn't talked about a lot before. But yeah, I think just yeah. having that conversation and knowing, oh, you've experienced this and this is why you react to certain things mm-hmm. that I do in that mm-hmm. way, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. is is really, really huge. And in, in getting to know the one yeah. you're going to yeah. be with. Yeah. Yeah. I think just being honest, mm. being mm. honest with yourself and with them and saying, putting it all out on the table and just saying, here's who I am. We can, we can dive into it, like you're saying, and really start picking up, you know, how did you grow up and really talking mm-hmm. about, I mean, how you're raised really has a lot to do with how your relationship could end up turning out, whether mm-hmm. you decide to be nothing like your parents or something, you're going to take something with you yeah so I think being honest and looking at the family but looking at how you fit into that family Mm -hmm. I think is where I would take it because I know my family is a little bit complicated and he knew that but he looked at me and how I maneuvered through that Mm -hmm. and where my outlets were for that whether it was church or Mm -hmm. my friends Mm -hmm. or whatever it was and I mean the awareness yep Yeah. yeah Mm. Yeah, I think the thing that strikes me is that a lot of people think, okay, uh, if we do decide to get married, that there's this line and that everything that happened before then, Mm. it's just back there. Mm -mm. And that it's not going to come up here and be with us. (laughs) And it's so not true yeah yeah so if you're sitting there thinking this Mm -hmm. is the one Mm -hmm. but i don't think that i can tell them about this stuff Mm -hmm. back here Mm -hmm. because if i do tell them then they won't want to be with me um Mm. you're mistaken to think that that's not gonna like 
creep into yes. your relationship yes. Yes. in the future and impact you in a exactly. major league yeah. way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if you're having those feelings, if I can't tell them this, then are they really the yeah. ones? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. You know? Which yeah. is just a great place yeah. to wrap this up. Mm -hmm. and. Wow, uh, this this has been meaty and really good. I wish that someone had told me mm. all of this yeah. before I was even looking for the one or trying to be the one. Mm -hmm. So so there you have it. Honest perspective about what we wish we had known and what we would certainly tell people that we care about and you mm -hmm. uh, about um, how do you know that they're the one. Thank you for tuning in to the Relatable Podcast with Julie B. If you'd like more resources for couples, be sure to visit our website, firstthings.org.